Hi everybody, I'm Dr. Gavin Scriven. People call me Dr. Gav and with me is the founder of the non-surgical penis augmentation procedure uh, we call Calibre, Dr. Jace Notes. Thanks Dr. Gav and together we are the Dick Doctors and we are going to be talking about all things penis. Uh, our area of expertise is um, injectable penis augmentation. There's a, a lot to talk about um, penises and uh, together myself and uh, Dr. Gavin will be doing that. Hi everybody, it's uh, Dr. Jason here and I'm here with my fellow dick doctor, Dr. Gav. This is the uh, penis show, uh, reminding you that confidence changes everything. And today we're talking about scrotums, scrotox, scrotal enhancement, scrotal pain. Welcome, Dr. Gav. Thank you. Uh, good to see you, Dr. Jason, as always. Good to see um, you too. Yep, and um, yeah, looking forward to talking more about this scrotum today and this topic. It's um, an interesting topic, uh, and there's definitely a lot to discuss. So we'll try and fit as much in as possible in a short period of time, I guess. So ha have you ever uh, come across that uh, Saturday Night Live skit with uh, talking about scrotox? No, I haven't, but I think now I desperately want to see it. <laughs> you want to see it? It's funny. Look, Can we find the link? Find a link for it, and we'll put it down down below. But um, okay. to see it. And look, when when people first started talking about scrotox, I thought it was a joke too. Um, and it shows you how there's always always more to um, to learn. Um, but why why would somebody want to inject uh, Botox, uh, a muscle relaxing uh, injection, into their scrotum? Well, that's a great question, Dr. Jason. Um, uh, look, a number of reasons that um, I guess first, firstly, and for aesthetic reasons, um, there are guys out there who um, aesthetically think it's not as pleasing to have a very tight and wrinkly scrotum. Um, it's simple as that. Uh, they, they believe that it, it would be, look much nicer if it was wrinkle-free and relaxed. Yeah. Um, Almost anything will make it look nicer, wouldn't it? It's almost like um, the archetypal um, insult to say that you look like a scrotum. Um, so nothing... yeah, that would be that would be one major reason, and and you know that's something that, that genuinely concerns some some guys, uh, and they are looking for genuine solutions. And um, of course, one of the um, main treatments would be using some kind of wrinkle relaxer botulinum toxin um, to relax the scrotum and, and give that smooth appearance. Um, a, a muscle relaxing injection. What muscle are we injecting if we're injecting into somebody's scrotum? So for an aesthetic, for the pu purely aesthetic reason of the, the external part um, of the scrotum, it's a, it's a very superficial muscle surrounding the scrotum. Um, it's the part of the datos, I guess um, people refer to it as. Um, and it's really, really quite superficial just under the skin um, and it surrounds the scrotum and it's what causes the, that tightening and wrinkling of the, of the superficial skin itself. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah, as you say, it's really sort of intimately bound to that deep surface of, of the skin and it wrinkles it up. Um, and quite it gives that significantly. <laughs> scrotal texture to, to the scrotum. That's and so right. when we're doing this treatment, it's, it's relatively easy to tell where you need to inject and where not to inject because you can see that can see wrinkling nature to it. And then exactly. as you come up closer where the scrotum is attaching to the, the lower abdomen, really, um, it goes smooth again and you don't have that Dartos um, muscle there. Yeah. So yes, you can inject it um, in there. You can put some numbing cream on first because it's a lot of needles. Um, 
uh, and uh, yes, it is possible to smooth it, it, it out somewhat. Mm. And of course, there are some guys who, who not only want the skin to be smoothed out, but they want it to hang lower as well. Mm. So, so I'm not sure that would be, that might involve a, a different muscle, um, which uh, uh, is responsible for retracting the testicles themselves. Um, as well as treating at the same time the datos and the yeah. outside. Yeah. So um, look, this is where we should find a, a another uh, link to one of those videos of those um, kung fu masters, you know, getting kicked in the, in the <laughs> groin, and you know, and not just killing over, um, because the uh, the testicle organ. So that means that it, it's come from uh, inside your body, like. In, in, a, in a woman, the ovary is an internal mm -hmm. pelvic organ, uh, and it's actually come to hang mm. outside of the body because in, in the human, in fact, in, in sort of most mammals, that spermatogenesis, the creation of sperm, is better at a slightly lower temperature, like 35 degrees instead of 37 degrees at our core temperature. Sure. And that's why testicles sort of um, hang out in the breeze. In and you wouldn't think that something so <laughs> vital uh, and vital for reproduction, you'd want to put out you know where a tiger's going to grab them or something no so i hence why they may have the ability from an evolutionary perspective to retract again yeah. <laughs> very significantly yeah and you know uh and, and sometimes when a, a a boy is born you know one of the things I actually check is have the testicles descended and they, they grab them and give them a, a stretch um it's quite a strange thing watching when your son's having that those first sort of um <laughs> natal sort of checks yeah. and then um uh uh yes they can then also retract up and if you're trained you can learn to retract your testicles like right back up into into your abdomen it's also a, a reason why um men tend to get more inguinal hernias hernia in this region because mm. the that tract of the testicle coming through the abdominal wall has created a weakening there uh, mm. So you're straining, you're lifting up something heavy and boom, you get a bulge of your intestine then following down into. And so that's mm. why actually uh, a, a full um, inguinal hernia can actually track all the way down into the, into the scrotum it, itself. Yeah, so we've no. got this muscle that retracts. And so just like we can with uh, the muscle relaxing injections elsewhere, so we can mm. inject it into your frown and decrease your frown, mm. inject it into this muscle, the cremaster muscle, mm. and relax that and allow the, um, the testicles to, to hang lower. Yeah. Um, my experience is that it's the guys who already tend to hang somewhat low, you relax their cremaster, and now they're hanging, swinging way low, and some guys really like that swing, you know, they, <laughs> they like them to hang, hang way down low. And in my experience, the guys who seem to naturally have um, very tight scrotums and the testicles held close into the body, even when you inject the cremaster, it's hard to get, you can't get the, the same hang and swing in a guy. Mm. I mean, that's been my experience. What about yourself? Yes, definitely a similar experience. Um, and it's strange having injected uh, wrinkle relaxant to other areas of the body and seeing it work incredibly effectively. And in fact, there's no chance of being able to frown for example after wrinkle relaxer uh, in the frown if you use a, the right dose um, but in in the case of 
the scrotum and the cremaster um, uh, muscles that it seems to be a more uh, a different kind of muscle that has a reflex mechanism to it um it doesn't it it, it may uh get them to hang lower in certain situations um but they still have the ability to retract um which is not really the same in, in other areas of the body um so but overall um they say when it, they're warm and they're relaxed it's hanging lower it is uh, a more relaxed and it is a better feeling, especially if this has caused them some pain in the past. Um, but in, in the really cold situations or where they tend to retract more, um, they still have the ability to retract a little bit. So it's a, uh, maybe a little bit disappointing that it's not always relaxed. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something actually really important there, um, that scrotal pain, because sometimes we'll have guys who come to us purely for, for scrotal pain. Um, exactly. Usually they've seen their GP, usually they've seen a urologist, and that's definitely my preference, um, that they've seen a urologist and been checked out and found that there's nothing else that we need to be you know, worrying about. Um, because it's, it is important, you know, um, just like women do breast checks, men should do scrotal checks. Um, mm, especially if there's something causing them pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or when, when did you last do, do your testicular check, Dr. Gab? <laughs> I self-check on a regular basis, thanks. Oh, do you? Um, oh. But no, not look, definitely haven't been uh, to see another doctor for um, a, an objective check of my scrotum. Um, I got to admit, I, pr I probably <laughs> don't check my scrotum my, myself, but uh, maybe I should make a commitment that I'll, I'll check my scrotum and check my... Because um, testicular um, lumps and bumps, uh, testicular tumours are, are often actually uh, treatable if they're, uh, like a lot of these things, caught early. Mm. Um, and, you know, and unlike something that's, I don't know, growing on your kidney or your liver, which you can't mm. sort of get in and feel, you mm. could feel this yourself on, on, on your, um, on your mm. own testicle. So, mm. yeah, so most guys wouldn't know this, this concept that you're supposed to check your own testicles but that but that is a thing and um there are good uh health reasons for doing it but okay assuming that you've been checked out uh and there's no cause found for the pain mm. this um what is often termed idiopathic pain um idiopathic it means that the doctors are an idiot and they can't but find <laughs> the, uh, the cause of uh, is that what where the word comes from i think that's the greek root of the um of the work of uh, word idiopathic it does make sense, but yes, basically we can't find the cause. We can't find the cause. So, yeah. So, in fact, most commonly we can't find the cause of this um, of this pain. So, it's been attributed to to a, a, a number of things, uh, and sometimes it's put down to this um, tension. In fact, guys will often describe it as a tension, a tightness, a squeezing mm. of their of their scrotum. Mm. And and these guys do tend to have that very tight sort of scrotum. They don't come in usually with these dangly sort of testicles that, that other guys have. Um, and so then it seems reasonable. And there have been a number of studies um, that have looked at injecting um, the botulinum toxins, the muscle relaxing injections, the same thing that we use, you know, for frown lines and crow's feet, um, into both the, uh, the dartos, that skin superficial muscle, and then deeper into the cremaster. And with only moderate success. However, you know, if you're that guy who has the success with the treatment, well, then that's great. <laughs> you know, you, you've had a successful treatment. 
one of the difficulties I think w with the treatment is the um, the cremaster injection um, is that little bit deeper in, and the the muscle uh, which also has the um, spermatic cords, so that bringing the um, uh, the semen from the testicles sort of around and then out to the penis eventually. Um, there's actually this um, network of veins that go around it as well. And I think part of the reason might be that why the injections don't always work in the cremaster is that instead of having all the, the, the botulinum toxin, the relaxer stay in the muscle, that it might get into one of these veins and get wished off into the bloodstream and, and disappears and then doesn't have any effect anywhere. Mm. Um, and maybe it's a dose thing. Uh, part of the issue is that um, botulinum toxin injections are, are relatively expensive sort of procedures, especially when you can't guarantee 100% it's going to work. Mm -hmm. um, so we're using relatively big doses, but the question is then, should we be using bigger doses to, mm. um, to get the effect? Mm. But I've certainly had a, a number of guys who have found it to be to be worthwhile. And I, I think you were saying mm. that you've had the same experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know, even if it's not 100% effective all the time, the relief, um, even if the relief is created 50% of the time compared to before they didn't have that relief, then that's still a, a big improvement. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. interesting. And I've always found it very interesting that it has the ability still to retract after a high dose yeah. of, of botulinum toxin. Um, yeah. So or in <laughs> that's right um but no certainly and so it's 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 a it's a even though it's partially effective it helps yeah um because it 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 gives relief some of the time which is better than before yeah and the difficulty that i guess these guys otherwise face is that you know they've been to their gp um they've been to a urologist and everybody's just you know shrugged their shoulders and sort of said oh, don't know what it is um sure tough yeah um at least the ability to be able to try something else and be able to get some level of relief. That mm. is, that is something good. And uh, one of the I, other I, theories I, of course, though, is that it's a vascular sort of pressure. And there have been a number of articles also talking about um, decreasing sort of um, vascular pressure in, in that area, but starting to get sort of really tricky. And again, it's, it's not uh, a surgery. I think that's, necessarily widely accepted or widely available mm. but just when i was doing research on it um i found there had been a number of publications uh, i just don't know anybody um in australia even who who specifically does that kind of um that kind of surgery surgery yeah um well one other interesting thing i'll, I'll mention about this procedure is um a number of patients who believe that it may be a side effect of some medications um, certainly yep. there are certain medications out there that may, um, cause, uh, some type of con you know, contraction or risk, um, uh, muscle. Well, the one that springs to mind that a patient was telling me about was his ADHD medication. The I was going to mention that exactly. Yeah. 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 Same, same and, and, and I see there's a little bit of a trend there. I've seen a few with that same issue, um, that believe that they get, you know, quite, uh, they actually almost get pain from the tight contraction of the muscle um, and having been on this medication for a long period of time. Yeah. And the problem is they need that medication to function. Um, and then, yeah, it's giving them pain. And yeah, it's, it's another reason for them not to have the, um, have that sort of medication. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so what, what I, I guess other than that, that's something that we commonly treat and see 
Um, guys asked some questions about the aesthetic concerns of the scrotum, relaxing the muscle, making it look smoother. And then the guys who have pain because of that contraction. Uh, um, but um, then you have some other people who may want to enhance the scrotum and make it larger. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure we we're going to get to that. Sure. So, so yes, um, there's a, obviously uh, some guys having that big bulge in their pants is something that they, they like. And, there have certainly been a number of things injected into scrotums over the over the years, and in fact, there's a um, a kinky sort of thing about injecting even saline. So that's just water, sterile water, mm. and stretching the scrotum up and getting mm. some sort of um, fetish sort of uh, enjoyment out of out of that. Um, but no, we're talking more about here about longer term sort of augmentation of of, of the of the scrotum. Exactly. Uh, previously, guys have injected or had injected um, silicon. So that's yes. a permanent filler into that area. And the amazing thing is that for the majority of them, uh, it doesn't immediately get infected and drop off, um, which is what would worry the hell out of, out of me. Uh, guys, whatever you do, don't get silicon uh, injected into you. And it may be good for a day, a week, 10 years, but uh, it can go very wrong. So silicon, definitely not um, in, in favor of. But we can inject the similar sort of fillers that we inject for a caliber procedure, that hyaluronic acid gel filler. Um, there are different kinds of fillers. There's firmer fillers and softer fillers. With the firmer fillers, um, the good thing is they tend to last longer. And when you're injecting that into the shaft of the penis to augment the penis, having um, a firmer uh, filler that's going to last a long time is great. When you inject a really firm filler uh, into the scrotum, uh, it can actually feel like a third testicle, which is not necessarily the effect that the guy is going for, although uh, it can then augment uh, the volume. And also it takes, um, it takes a lot of volume to create um, uh, uh, that increase in, in size. You know, you put 10 mils into a scrotum and it like virtually disappears. So, you know, 20 mils in and you're starting to, to, to get some noticeable uh, increase in size. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's an area that uh, can swallow up a lot of uh, products, so to speak. Sure. So, yeah, I get the occasional guy who um, will come in and request this uh, sort of thing. Um, and I think for the majority of guys, um, it can be a, a cost sort of thing that, perhaps prevents them from, uh, from going ahead and making it a, a more common procedure. Because um, here in Australia, of course, um, fillers are just quite expensive. And when you're injecting 30 mils in, uh, that becomes an expensive um, procedure. When you compare it to somebody having, say, one mil just injected in their lips, mm. uh, 30 mils in a scrotum, mm. it, it's a lot. Imagine the cost um, blowing yeah. out quite significantly. And then there have been surgical options as well. There are uh, silicon uh, sort of options, uh, ones that actually sort of fit like a, a cup onto the testicle itself um, and can add then increase in, in, in size. Um, the downsides of that, and you know, as we've already talked about, the whole reason why your testicles are on the outside is to have them at a lower temperature. And then you coat them with this insulating uh, silicon uh, that heats them up. And so that may reduce um, your viable sperm count. And you know, mm. if you're wanting to produce children, um, then that's not an ideal thing. The other is that it also hides 
um, sort of half of the surface, you know, two thirds of the surface of the, of the testicle. And if you were to get one of those testicular lumps, you know, a, a, a tumor on your testicle, then you wouldn't be able to feel it. Mm. Um, and plus the idea of having, you know, a, a solid silicon um, cap on, on, on a testicle, which doesn't really appeal to me. Generally, I, I, I don't favor that as, as an option for, mm. uh, for scrotal enhancement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, well, there's, there's what's not to do and um, things that um, can be quite dangerous, really, and especially you're mentioning at the very beginning there, the silicon injections um, yeah. uh, that can have fatal consequences. And I know I've seen a, a few programs on television about um, some really sad cases. Um, so yes, there's, there, there are some things out there that can be very dangerous um, and you really should avoid doing that, especially uh, in the non-medical setting. Um, but there are things that uh, we talked about today that can be done um, and that we've had some, some results with. Um, so uh, if you have any more questions uh, regarding the scrotum, um, then yeah, feel free to post um, um, and comment below uh, and we'll try our best to get back to you. Great. Okay. Well, I look forward to talking to you again soon, Dr. Gav. Uh, you too, Dr. Jason. It's great to be here as always. Um, and don't forget, guys, confidence changes everything. <laughs>